August 30th, 2018, San Francisco. The Sales Development Conference. The first and only live conference 100% focused and dedicated to sales development. Join over 300 of the top minds in sales development for a full day of learning, forging new relationships, and creating the next generation of sales development excellence. This year, we have dedicated tracks for sales development leadership, as well as a track for individual sales development representatives, including a full day of ultra-useful hands-on training. Bring your whole team to get the tools, research, and connections you need to accelerate your career and push your sales development program forward. Accelerate your growth at the Sales Development Conference 2018. Go to tenboundcom slash conference to get your tickets today. That's tenboundcom slash conference. You're listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum focused and dedicated 100% to sales development. If you care about growing your skills and getting more new sales appointments, pipeline, and closed one deals, you came to the right place. Subscribe to the show on YouTube, iTunes, or Spreaker, and be sure to go back and listen to all the episodes for the best strategies, tips, and tactics out there on running a high-performance sales development program. And now, your host, founder, and CEO of TenBound at TenBound.com, David Delaney. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Sales Development Podcast. I am honored to have my next guest on the show, Mr. James Bowden, Inside Sales Representative at EvalueServe. How are you doing today, sir? Absolutely wonderful, David, and really, really excited to be here speaking with you. Yeah, absolutely. We met on that amazing you know, networking marketplace uh, called LinkedIn. I've been a big fan following your stuff for a while. And if folks have not yet connected with you, can you tell them a little bit about your journey to the inside sales and sales development world? For sure. Yeah. So, you know, I've had a very interesting sales career that spans about 10 years now and started out like a lot of people really never had an idea that I wanted to be in sales or envisioned myself being a salesperson and graduated college in 2008, which was an absolutely awesome time to enter the working world, you know, just about as real as it gets. And so a lot of the plans that I had fell through and found myself needing a job. So Radio Shack in the mall down the street from where I lived was hiring and I started as a part-time sales associate while I was still a camp counselor, which was my college job. And within a couple of months, realized that this is an opportunity for me to be able to make a living, first of all, but also what intrigued me about it was the idea that I could make more than the person next to me if I worked harder and smarter. So that was kind of the first inkling that I had that that sales might be for me. And over the next four years, transitioned into wireless retail sales and worked for pretty much all of the big wireless companies, was a team lead, you know, sales manager there. And then about, you know, halfway through my sales career, I looked around at the quality of my work-life balance and realized that at its current state was unsustainable. You know, anybody that works in retail or has worked in retail knows that it involves a lot of long hours, weekends, nights. It's incredibly exciting and can be incredibly fulfilling, 
but it does take you away from having some of that balance. And so I made the decision to do what I needed to do to move into the B2B sales world, the inside sales world, and was lucky enough to have a friend who referred me and the VP of sales had seen a YouTube video that I had made about just me talking about sales and brought me in and gave me an opportunity. You know, up until that point, I was having a a hard time figuring out how to get out of a career that I had been in for a while, right? I felt I was starting to feel trapped. So very, very fortunate and lucky there. And for the past five years have been in inside sales, inside sales manager, and most recently an inside sales representative, which for EvalueServe is an SDR at a company called EvalueServe. It's a professional services firm that sells research and data analytics solutions. And it's been an incredibly educational and exciting experience for me and opened up the world of what an SD, you know, the culture surrounding SDRs, the focus that an SDR has on the front part of that sales cycle has just been very interesting to me. And so that's led me to really have a passion for connecting with, talking about sales development. And LinkedIn's been a great place to do that. So I've been consistently posting videos, writing posts, interacting with folks over the last almost year now. And and it's just enhanced my experience and my knowledge and just really enjoyed it and has given me the opportunity to be here and speaking with you, David. So can't get much better than that. There you go. And and so that's interesting because there, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are looking for a career change. And, you know, what was the process for you to, you know, be able to shine in that that opportunity? Because you're coming from a different background and sometimes it's hard to get into sales development if you're coming from a different background. It seems like most companies are are looking for a very cookie cutter, you know, resume, like, you know, to hire their next sales development rep. So sometimes it's a little bit tricky if you're coming from a more varied background to get into sales development. What did you do to be able to get into it? Well, I think the first thing you have to do is let yourself become comfortable with the idea that you can do more than what you're doing currently. For me, I had been successful in retail wireless sales and felt very comfortable with the processes and just the general way that things worked. And so that bit of complacency and also not for the first few years, I didn't have any knowledge that there was other side to having a sales career. Just because, you know, for me, I came out of two-year technical college and a time that was was pretty rough and definitely would consider my journey more of the unconventional hard knock <laughs> variation <laughs> rather than, you know, the four-year degree in business and, you know, finding a connection that works at a SaaS company and getting an SDR job, right? I mean, that that is a great way to do it and wouldn't shy away from it if I had the opportunity, but... The journey that I went on was very much the decision making process for me was deciding that I wanted to make a change, having the confidence in my sales skills and abilities that, you know, 
even though it's something completely different going from a customer facing position to selling on the phone, that the basics and the things that I enjoy about it and the things that made me good at it really don't change. So that was something that I kind of had to figure out. And then, like I mentioned, feeling, I don't know, you know, typecast, right? Feeling like write my resume and upload it on a job site. They're not going to see the potential that I have to make a transition. They're going to see that I've done something really unrelated for the past five years. And so that was frustrating because, you know, a resume just doesn't doesn't do you justice. Right. And for me, got a little bit deflated, you know, as I as I was putting out applications and not hearing anything or getting those awesome, you know, we didn't choose you emails, however (laughs) nicely they're worded. (laughs) and really started to dig into my network, right? Folks that I had worked with. And that's where I found the opportunity mixed with the fact that I had had a piece of content available for a hiring manager to be able to see me past a resume, right? So the scenario that I had was I had this coworker that I had worked with at several jobs throughout my wireless retail sales career that gave me a great recommendation. But at the same time, you know, there was a reference piece out there, a video that he could see that I was articulate, that I could, you know, think on my feet or, you know, whatever it was, it had opinions about sales. I cared enough to make a video about it, you know? And so I think that all of that played into it and, you know, really, has been life-changing for me. I mean, the life I live today and the schedule that I have today working in the B2B world is almost a dream, you know, for the retail sales, James, seven right. years ago. So, Because uh, you've, you seen, know, you've feel, seen the other side. Yeah. Oh, completely, completely. And yeah. so that's helped me in, you know, my jobs in inside sales is because I have such a thick layer of gratitude, <laughs> Just no matter what, like I'm coming in at eight and I'm leaving at six and I don't have to be here on the weekends. I'm good. (laughs) You're very, very, very grateful to be able to actually have a life outside. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) I love it. And, and, you know, a few things that's interesting is I think that a lot of sales development managers and directors and VPs that, you know, I would just encourage people look outside of the usual, you know, path or resume that comes in because people from all different backgrounds, you know, even if they've been in a different career, they can add a ton of value to the company as James demonstrated. And, you know, it's so easy just to dismiss them because they didn't come from exactly the same background. And then the other thing, James, that it makes me think of is you worked on your network, you had a network, you, you knew some people, you had your video ready to go when, when they had it. But in order to build that network, you have to, you know, first add value, you know, in the community to your marketplace without necessarily asking for anything in return. And I feel like a lot of people just try to tap into their network when they're looking for a job or they're, they need something versus kind of flipping it around and trying to help people out as much as you can, because at some point you're going to need help, you know? And did you find that as well? I mean, you, you, when it was time for you that you needed some networking, you actually had some people who would help you, it seems. 
Yeah, you know, to be quite honest with you, you know, I feel like I got a little bit lucky, right? Because at that time in my career, I hadn't done a lot of work to build a strong network. You know, I had a few key people that I just kind of kept in touch with, right? And would go grab lunch with or shoot a text to every now and then. And But, you know, they had worked with me on a daily basis, you know, and they knew who I was as a salesperson, who I was as a person, and so could give me a great referral. But what that taught me was that curating a network and providing value to that network is just paramount for any sales professional. And so that's the journey that I've been on on LinkedIn over the last year or so. You know, I think there's a difference between like personal branding and social selling, right? Because social selling, your 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 end game is to, you know, find your prospect and 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 get their attention to start a conversation, right? Personal branding is should be in my eyes just literally an outpour of valuable information from your point of view to the people who are in your network because nothing sets you apart nothing makes you have depth to somebody who finds it whether that's somebody who's you know in the same position as you and is looking for some advice or a hiring manager right i mean providing value without the expectation of anything back is a huge part of being successful because now I feel like the next time I want to make a change or the next time that I, you know, want to look for a new opportunity, it's going to be a very different experience for me than it would have been four years ago because of the people that I've met in a very organic way. And so, yes, I mean, I would say, I got lucky, you know, five years ago because I I had a few, you know, good relationships. But I took that lesson and made it a point to ensure that I had that network. And then, you know, the other piece of the puzzle that kind of got me out of the retail race was, you know, that piece of content that was out there. Right. And again, it was like a video that I made driving into work one day. You know, it wasn't a... (laughs) a part of some social media strategy. But I learned from that and realized there is lots of value in, you know, kind of publicly talking about what you're thinking and what you've been through. And yeah, I mean, I think all of it's just incredibly important for any salesperson at any point of their career these days. I mean, it's just mandatory. August 30th, 2018, San Francisco, the Sales Development Conference. The first and only live conference 100% focused and dedicated to sales development. Join over 300 of the top minds in sales development for a full day of learning, forging new relationships, and creating the next generation of sales development excellence. This year, we have dedicated tracks for sales development leadership, as well as a track for individual sales development representatives, including a full day of ultra-useful hands-on training. Bring your whole team to get the tools, research, and connections you need to accelerate your career and push your sales development program forward. Accelerate your growth at the Sales Development Conference 2018. Go to tenbound.com slash conference to get your tickets today. That's tenbound.com slash conference. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's about helping 
other people. I remember there was some quote that I heard a while ago. I think it was Zig Ziglar who said, you can get whatever you want by helping as many people get what they want, you know? And it's like starting with that mentality of, look, I'm, I would like to help. I'm not looking for anything in return. I'm going to put that out there as much as I can. The other thing that you reminded me of is I heard this thing from Gary Vaynerchuk that was like, you know, instead of don't don't necessarily create, but just document what you're doing and what you're going through and like what you are creating, just document that on a daily basis. And I haven't been good about that because I, I just feel weird about being on camera. But, um, you know, a lot of companies like <laughs> they do that. And you could see, I mean, you, you documented yourself, you know, just talking while you were driving or, you know, hopefully you didn't get an accident, but you're talking. Yeah, quick. that was the only time right. I did that. Day, <laughs> okay. But be sure to park when you do this, ladies and gentlemen. But, you know, just talking about what you're doing, what you're going through, what you're working on, you know, people find a lot of value in that because they can connect. And it's not like you got to sit there and write a book every day. You just, you're just talking about what you're going through, it seems. Well, yeah. And, you know, I feel like now, you know, if somebody wanted to figure out or get an idea of the type of person that I am, the type of opinions that I have about sales or sales management, you know, whatever it is, there's a breadth of things that they can look at to get a really good idea of who I am. You know, it's essentially, you know, you, you're, you're, it's like content for an interview almost, right? It's, you know, if you're looking to make a transition you know, I think about what I would do now, right? If I was trying to leave retail sales and, and move into the B2B world, it would be massive amounts of documentation of what I was doing, you know, just constantly talking about like my thoughts and the reason that I want to, you know, make a change. And when you're faced with somebody looking at a written resume and then you can refer them to content that you've created about who you are and the journey you're on. I mean, you instantly become a, a real person that has valuable thoughts and ideas. It just, it's so helpful, right? I mean, I just think that it's in the world that we live in, it's super easy to pull out your phone and record a video or pull out your phone and type up a post, right? I mean, it, anything is better than nothing. And your point of view is completely unique to your own experience. So, you know, you may not feel like, gosh, I mean, you know, I'm no, and, and I definitely have felt this way. I'm no Gary Vaynerchuk or Zig Ziglar or, you know, any of these guys, right? I'm still very much in the middle of my career, right? Totally. Chasing after things, right? But there's value in sharing that experience, right? And most of the content that I find the most valuable are, come from the practitioners. Yeah, because they're in there every day doing it, dealing with real issues. And but I totally agree. I mean that that's the thing. And I mean that that's the thing about documenting what you're going through because there's a lot of people out there that are going through exactly the same stuff and they're trying to figure it out and they can relate to that. And James, I'm curious to get your thoughts about how to take that and translate it to creating a community of the people that you're talking to as a member of the value serve, you know, SDR team or inside sales team, right? So like 
because I, I did a presentation about this at the Unleash conference about how to also add value to your prospect market and kind of get into that whole whole world. And so when you look at you know your relationship with the prospect market that you're trying to call out to, um, do you ever do you ever kind of translate your documentation or your social presence to that market? Or right now, is it just within our own sales development community? Yeah. So, you know, the content that I create and the things that I talk about definitely geared towards the SDR community, right? It's not necessarily geared towards any of my prospects. But what I found out is that, you know, I have a good call, good cold call with a VP of, you know, analytics at a company I'm targeting, right? Come to find out he, you know, 15 years ago was a sales guy. We connect on LinkedIn. And now I become somebody who's, you know, way more than just the last SDR that gave him a call. And if he's a sales guy, might enjoy some of the things that I'm talking about. So at the very least, you know, for me, what I've been doing is after connecting with a prospect, reaching out, connecting on LinkedIn. And, you know, a lot, I'd say maybe once or twice I've sent them a message regarding, you know, the call that we had. But most of the time I just say, hey, let's connect. Right. And then and then I become a real person. Right. Because I think that's what all SDRs fight is operating from a place of obscurity. Even if you work for a company who has brand recognition, right? You as an individual are unknown to that prospect. For the folks who are operating from a place of obscurity, you know, on a company level, it's even more important, right? And so that's kind of the way that I've been using LinkedIn to help me develop relationships with my prospects. I haven't turned an eye to creating content for them yet, mainly because it's a noisy marketplace, right? I feel like that's what most people think of when they think of being active on social media. Like I need to start making videos about whatever product I'm selling, or I need to start making a video that at the end has a call to action to download a white paper from my company, which isn't a bad idea. I mean, lots of people do it and have great success with it, but it's not necessarily a differentiator anymore. And so for me, the, the documentation, the creation is much more on the personal branding side than the social selling side at this point, but have seen benefits of having a personal brand because it helps my prospects feel like, okay, this guy's not just a robot calling from, you know, Timbuktu. So there's advantages all the way around, no matter which way you look at it. Yeah, that's interesting because something I see a lot of is like, I'll be following someone on LinkedIn and they get a job in the, you know, I'll just say data analytics space. And then all of a sudden, everything that they're, everything that they're posting and liking is about data analytics. And then like two years later, they're, they get into <laughs> like artificial intelligence and then everything <laughs> that they're posting and liking is about artificial intelligence. And it's like, I they're don't know. Man. Yeah, there's something. Well, they're just liking it, you know. It's like they're not yeah, even they're sharing they're, articles. Right. That's my favorite. 
<laughs> right. And the most I, valueless thing you can do on LinkedIn is share <laughs> what you think is industry relevant articles. Well, I, I just I yeah, done it. yeah. If, I know. If that's me too. all you're doing. <laughs> you know, if that's all you're doing and that's how you think, like, God, I've got this great social media strategy. I'm just posting HBR articles. You know, it's uh, yeah. I mean, I did it for a while and just, it's just it could be a part of it, but it's not the most effective way to use it for sure. You got to up your game. Uh, but I, and we're always changing. I mean, like you might be in sales development for a few years and now now you're in something else. So you're going to post different things or I mean, obviously we're always changing, but it's like as as we're speaking about this, it's it's like, you know, you've got you as the the presence on social media. James James Bowden is the the central unit of your image on social media. And then there's all the different things that you're doing and that you're involved with. But you're the constant that's coming through. And, you know, I guess as I think about what you did, it's like you're working on that that constant versus, you know, all the different external things that are coming through. Yeah. I mean I think it's you know, as a salesperson now, you know, I think nobody has, or or at least I'll just speak for myself. I don't feel like I'm going to be anywhere forever. Right. And then I'm going to do the same thing forever. And so if I'm going to build a brand or however you want to put it and make content, the one constant will be myself. Right. I mean, I could decide in five years to you know, leave sales altogether and start food truck. I don't know. But I will have had a network of people that have followed me and seen what I've done that, you know, will witness what I do next. Right. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that's <laughs> and and to be honest, David, I, it's not really been a con- conscious decision. I think it's been born out of a lack of a strategy <laughs> because it's just like, you know, I'm me. Right. And this is what I'm doing. And this is what I think about things that other people are talking about. And this is some, you know, these are some ideas that I have. And so it's just been, and it makes it easier too. You know, I think that's a big thing that Gary V talks about. I mean, you know, you don't have to be him because he has guys transcribing audio to write articles for him. You know, I mean, he's got a system in place because of where he is in his career that a lot of us just don't have. And so why not? make it easy on yourself and just talk about what you know and be yourself. Yeah. You got to start somewhere. And so, you know, where do you, where do you see yourself going with all this right now? You're, you're enjoying sales development is now the time when you're really focused on getting good at this and, and consistently creating, or do you have sort of an overall plan for the next few years in your career? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I really value and have enjoyed about being at eValue Serve is that I feel like I've just gotten such and continue to get such a great education about just business in general. You know, the type of work that we do runs across a business, right? Runs across all of the different business function and touches every part of it, right? And so having a seat at the table at conversations that are you know, talking about changes and initiatives at a enterprise level just has really been such a great education for me. And so that is something that I thoroughly enjoy. And, you know, becoming an SDR at the age of 30, as opposed to 20, has 
just it's it's just great perspective because I have all of this experience and these real life things that I've been through in my career that inform what I do now while, you know, downloading so much new information because things are constantly changing, right? And so for me, I think continuing to enjoy the education that I'm getting and continuing to be a sponge, continuing to be active on networks like LinkedIn and provide value that that comes from the heart and, and comes from real life experience. And, you know, I was speaking with somebody the other day about this. And for the first time, I don't have a defined goal for the next couple of years, because I feel like when I've been doing the things that I know have been the right thing to do for, I'd say, on a consistent basis, the last year, right? Just the ticking off the boxes of the things that I know are the right things to do. And things have happened organically, right? Relationships with people, opportunities, all of it's happened organically. And so my mind state now is much more continue to do what I'm doing, continue to do the right things and enjoy the organic growth that happens and the relationships that come out of it and then the opportunities that come out of those relationships. So, you know, I'm in a very interesting place because previously, you know, I had always been somebody who had yearly goals and, you know, five-year plan and, you know, I want to do this initiative and start this kind of content creation and, and just never really was doing it for the right reasons. And now that I really taken to heart that Zig Ziglar quote, you know, the more you help other people get what they want, the more it comes back to you. And I've found it to be very true. It doesn't happen overnight, but I don't need it to because I've I've gotten myself to a point in my career where I don't feel the pressure to move extremely fast now. When I was younger, I felt that pressure to make my next move. What's my next move going to be? You know, how am I going to level up, right? Now I feel like I have given myself some breathing room to really just let things happen. Maybe it's turning 30. I don't know. <laughs> well, a lot Maybe of, I'm I, just having a midlife crisis, David. Maybe cool. that's what's happening. Let's, let's call it quarter life, okay? You're, you're, you're a baby uh, <laughs> in a good way. No, it, it's interesting. I think people can get a lot out of this because it's, it's all about having that gratitude. I mean, if you've been in a situation where you know, things have not been as good and you get into this, you realize pretty quick, like, hey, we're pretty lucky here in the sales development world for what we have and the opportunities and, and let's stop, you know, griping as much, <laughs> to be honest. And, and no, yeah. yeah, yeah. The other thing is like, you know, you got a, got to a good place. You feel like you're adding value. You're you're growing in your career, and good things are happening. And I I think having those long term plans is good, like directionally, kind of on the horizon. But it's really about are you you know positive and contributing something now in the present, and good things will happen based on that. You know, despite or, you know, your, your grandiose goals that you have. I mean, life will take you in a positive direction, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think being in sales and being a salesperson, you know, everything's based off goals, quotas, KPIs, you know, things like that. 
And so it's easy to, to get into that mode of thinking. And there's nothing wrong with it. Just for where I'm at in my you know, journey in sales, my career in sales, this just feels right. You know, and so, yeah, I'm really excited about the continuation of of kind of what I've been doing. And, you know, I get to mark this as goal for me too. joining you today. (laughs) There you go. All right. Well, so we post this on LinkedIn. So if you guys haven't connected yet with James, be sure to get with him when we post the episode or James, how do people get in touch with you if they want to follow up on this? Yeah. So, you know, the main place I'm hanging out these days is LinkedIn. So linkedin.com slash James Bodden. There we go. And, uh, you know, reach out to me. Love, love having conversations with SDRs, SDR leaders, you know, anybody that wants to chat. I'm always around. Awesome. Well, James, thanks a lot, man. I, I think this has been super valuable conversation and I appreciate you joining us on the Sales Development Podcast and you take care. Thanks, David. Thank you for listening to the Sales Development Podcast, the only audio forum 100% focused and dedicated to sales development with your host, David Delaney. Please be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube and take a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Your support makes our show possible. If you are struggling with your sales development program, contact us at 10bound.com for a no-obligation exploratory call. Again, that's 10bound.com.